Good morning, brothers and sisters in the Lord. Today we are going to listen to the word of the Lord from the scripture. From John chapter 13, we are going to begin to read in from verses 1 through 8. John chapter, the gospel of John chapter 13, verses 1 through 8. And I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version of the Scripture, John chapter 13, verses 1 through 8. If we have seen it, may we all bow down our heads as we come before the Lord in prayer. In the name of Jesus, gracious God in heaven, we thank you, we worship you, we lift up your name high. We thank you because, Lord, it pleases you so much even to allow us to come before the throne of grace and to worship you. Thank you, Father, because you redeem us with your unprecious blood. Thank you because you are the Lord, you love us unconditionally. And, Father, you call us to yourself to worship you. Therefore, this time as we come before thee and with your scripture open before us, Father, we pray, God, that you will bless us have mercy upon us. Forgive us, Lord, our sins. Our Father God Almighty, even as I stand before your children, whom God you redeem, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord, may you use me to the glory of your holy name alone. Father, have mercy, have mercy, receive us. The reading of your word and the interpretation of your word, the listening of your word of God. May we, O oh Lord, have the heart to accept it to meditate upon it, walk according to it. Be with us, for in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Redeemer, in Jesus' name, and I pray, and amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, this time, uh, I'll be reading, as I said, I will be reading on our behalf, John chapter 13, verses 1 through 8. Now, before the, first, uh, the festival, of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his aunt who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put in it, put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, to betray him. And during the supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his altar robe and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now that I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. This is the word of the Lord. May the Lord Almighty give us understanding of it. 
I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Redeemer, the Savior. We are very much grateful to the Lord that He has allowed us today to come and worship Him because He is our Lord, He is our Savior, He is our God, and He is our Redeemer. We are also grateful to Him for counting us, we sinners. People who are supposed not to be called by his name, but he counts as worthy enough to call upon his name, his holy name. A name that angel, holy angels alone supposed to mission. But God, in his infinite mercy and his unconditional love for us, has allowed us to call upon his name and even call him Father. We cannot thank him enough. We say to you, Jesus, thank you. Brothers and sisters, as we continue to serve the Lord and even to thank him for who he is to us, let us not forget to commit the situations of this world, especially the coronavirus, all the diseases, the viruses in this world, all the problems of this world. We shouldn't forget to commit them into the Lord's hands. As usual, our prayer and fasting, as we do, is coming this coming Friday at 6 o'clock from 6 to 12 midday. We are going to be fasting. We are going to be praying to the Lord. And our topic for this uh, week the topic for this week is this. Serve the Lord who delights in you. Serve the Lord who delights in you. Don't serve anybody who does not delight in you. You are not going to serve the devil because the devil, the Bible tells us that he comes to kill. He comes to steal. He comes to destroy. He doesn't have the light in us. We cannot serve him. It is only Jesus Christ who comes to give us life, not just life, life in abundance. He has the light in us. So it is only him that we serve. So our scriptural meditation will be taken from Psalm number 37. Verses 23 to 24. Psalm 37, 23 to 24. Please join us. We encourage you to invite others to join us. And let us all cry to the Lord Jesus, our Savior. May the Lord be with us. Let's come to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God Almighty, Jesus Christ, your word has been read. We pray, God, that you give us understanding. Even as I stand before your children, use me mightily. Be with me. Let my word flow with you in your Holy Spirit. Father, touch me. Touch your children that will be listening. So that all of us will live to give glory 
to your name because of what God you have done in our lives. Bless us. Sanctify us. In Jesus' gracious name we pray. And amen. My people, people who are ransomed with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, today our theme, unless the Lord washes your feet. Unless the Lord washes your feet. Jesus knows everything and everyone before everything and everyone happens and forms. He knows me. He knows you. He knows everything that will come the next second. He knows everything. Because our God is the God. He's omniscient God. Our God is an omnipotent God. Our God is omnipresent God. He knows everything. He knows us all at the same time. Billions of people that live on earth. He knows us one by one. He knows us by names. He knows my name. He knows your name. He knows where you are. He knows where I am. He knows what is coming to happen to me. He knows what is coming to happen to the world. He knows everything. He knows us all. John addresses Jesus of knowing all things. He knows you. In fact, everything about me, everything about you is completely naked before the Lord. There is nothing about us that is hidden before God. John begins by saying that before the feast of the first Passover, Passover is celebrated yearly, remembering the coming out of the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, the Passover. Historically, the historical background of Passover feast was when God was about to deliver his children out of the land of Egypt. He sent an angel of death to pass over the children of Israel to the people of Egypt. To the Egyptians, to slay, to kill their first children. First child, first bond of an animal, first born of a human being. Everybody, animals, human beings, everybody, everything was crying. There was a cry. In the land of Egypt. But when you went into the house of the children of Israel, there was joy. Because they were going to, to be delivered. God delivered them. So this, the children of Israel, even the time of Jesus Christ, they were commemorating this feast. Because God, God says, do it and tell your children's children 
what I have done for you. Do we tell our children what God has done for us? Do we tell our children that Jesus Christ died for our sins? Do we tell our children that the Lord loves us? He gives us everything. He gives us life. He is our Savior. He is our Redeemer. He is the only way. Do you tell your children that Jesus Christ is the only way? Jesus Christ is the truth. Jesus Christ is the life. Do you tell your children? Do you tell the world? Jesus knows everything. So when the third time, before that, that time came, Jesus says, knows that my hour has come for me to leave this world, to go back to my Father who has sent me. But God, Jesus Christ is God. The time has come. And the way John puts it, he said Jesus knows that his hour has come. That he will be living. He will die. He will be crucified. The hour has come. And he says. Jesus Christ also knows. That Judas Iscariot. Is being used by the devil. To betray him. The savior. Do we have betrayers? In our midst? Do we have betrayers among the Christians today? Yes. Lord of betrayers, we still betray Jesus Christ. We betrayed him. I betrayed him. You betrayed him. Everything that you have that is going in, that you are thinking, that you are about to do. If it, even good or bad, Jesus knows it all. He knows it all. He knows me. He knows you. He knows all about us. We cannot deceive him. You can deceive man, but you cannot deceive God. You can hypocritically claim to be a Christian, but you are not a Christian. You claim to be among the apostles of Jesus Christ, but you are a betrayer. Are you a betrayer? So when they finish, after they finish eating, the Bible tells us that Jesus loves his, his disciples. He loves us so much. So he wanted to show the extent of his love to his disciples. Jesus Christ wants to show his extent of love to us today. Are you ready to receive the love and to experience the love of Jesus Christ for you and for me? Are you ready? So the extent of the love of Jesus Christ. For us is to lay down his position, his dignity, his glory. Wrap a towel at his waist with a basin of water. 
That is what the Lord, the kingdom of the Lord knows, teaches us. Is to be humble. Is to be humble. And serve the Lord. And serve one another. Jesus, the master, God himself. Who am I? That my Lord will humble himself. And carry water in the basin. To wash my dirty feet. He washed Matthew. He washed all the disciples. The tenth disciples. He dries them. He washes their feet. The feet. Feet are dirty. He washes their feet. And wipes them. He bowed down. At the feet. Of disciples. He washes their feet. Our death. He washes our death. He came to Peter. Peter looks at Jesus Christ and said, What are you doing? When he was washing the other disciples, Peter was saying, hmm, Until you come to me, I will not agree for my masters to wash my feet. I am the one to wash his feet. Peter said, No, God, my Lord, you are not going to wash my feet. Jesus Christ says to Peter, You don't know. You don't understand what I'm doing. But time is coming that you will understand. Do you understand what Jesus Christ is doing to you? Do you understand who Jesus Christ is to you? Peter said, I don't care God. Even if I understand it now or next time, I will never allow you to wash my feet. You are my God. You are my master. You are everything to me. I am the one who is supposed to wash your feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ says, I know. Understand what you are saying. But I want to tell you, unless I wash your feet, you have nothing to do with me, oh Lord. Unless Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, washes my feet. Unless he washes my, your feet, you are not worthy to follow Jesus. Yes, humility is what the kingdom of God teaches us. Humility is what the kingdom of God teaches us to do. Because Jesus Christ wants to teach us that we must humble ourselves. It is not what the world teaches. The world teaches that you must show yourself up. You must allow people to serve you. Strive in order to become somebody so that people will bow down to you. That is what the world teaches us. The world does not teach us humility. The world says you need to be sitting at the, at the higher, at the higher table so that people will come and bow down to you. Uga Isa. You need to show yourself to the world that you are something. 
And that is why we are seeing killings. We are seeing looting. We are seeing corruption. We are seeing the evil things that are happening in this world because we want people to worship us. We want people to call us master. But that is not what the kingdom of God is saying. That is why we see arrogance. And that is the kingdom of this world. But the kingdom of God is teaching us to be humble. How? Unless Jesus washes your feet. It is the kingdom that can establish in the inner part of our life. It is the kingdom that allows Christ to wash away the spirit of arrogance. It is the, is the kingdom of God that allows us to be humble. The spirit of the Lord, unless Jesus Christ washes that arrogance and pride that is in you, you will not see the kingdom of the Lord. I will not see the kingdom of the Lord until I allow Jesus Christ to wash my feet, to wash myself, to be washed by the blood, in the blood of, of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is the one that cleanses me from all impurities. I cannot wash myself. I cannot claim that I'm clean. I need Jesus Christ. I need that blood of Jesus Christ to wash me away from corruption, to wash me away from sin, to wash me away from all corruptible things that I do in this world. If you, the Lord, if you do not allow Jesus Christ to wash your feet, to wash you with his precious blood, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. What can make me whole again? It is only in the blood of Jesus Christ that can make me whole again. It is not by my own effort. It is not by your hypocrisy that you would tell the people that you are a Christian, but you are not a Christian because God knows the secret things that you do, the secret things, things that you are hiding them from the eyes of human beings, but God knows you unless he washes your feet. Unless Jesus Christ washes your feet. Jesus knows when the devil wants to use you. He knows what is in your mind now. The devil is trying to use you. Allow Christ to wash your feet. Peter doesn't want Jesus to wash his feet because his mind. According to him, he said, it is the servant that washes the master's feet, not the masters washing the feet of the servants. What? That is what the world teaches. What does the world, what does the world teach you? Compare what the world teaches you and what the word of the Lord teaches you. What the world teaches leads to destruction <clears throat> and condemnation. But what Jesus Christ teaches, 
leads to eternal life, peace, comfort. In the kingdom of the Lord, you need to allow the kingdom of the Lord to reign in your life. Jesus, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. That is what Jesus Christ says. If you read further, you will hear what Peter said. Ah, no, Lord. Why will I not have share with you? You are not going to wash all in my feet. Wash every part of my body. Can you allow Jesus to wash your feet today? Church, can we allow Jesus Christ, the Lord, our Redeemer, to wash ours, to wash us clean? Unless Jesus, the Savior, and the Redeemer washes your feet, you are not a child of the Lord. You will not be saved. You will die in your sin. Unless the blood of Jesus Christ washes your sin. Regardless of what or who you think you are, let Christ wash your feet. Invite the people to come to Jesus and let him wash their feet. Have you been to Jesus for your cleansing soul? Just come to him and be washed in his blood. Be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Be washed. Allow Christ to come and wash you and make you clean. Confess your sin before the Lord. Just like Peter finally says, not only my feet, but every part of my body. Wash it clean. But Jesus says, you have been bad. You have taken bad. You don't need another wash of the complete body. But I'm going to wash your feet. Unless you allow Jesus the master to wash your feet. Brothers and sisters in the Lord. Bring your sins to the Lord. That sin that you have been deceiving yourself. Deceiving people. Even claiming that you are clean. You are a child of the Lord. You are a minister. You are a committed Christian. But Jesus Christ knows you. He wants to wash your feet. He wants you to come and be washed in his own blood, precious blood. Come to Jesus. It is all in the blood of Jesus Christ that will make you clean. Your hypocrisy will never make you a Christian. What you have been hiding from your wife from your husband, from your father, from your minister, from your congregation, from everyone, but God knows it all. You cannot hide it from God unless Jesus Christ washes you. Come and be washed in his blood. Let us sing him, are you washed in the blood? One hundred and ninety.